Greetings, Raider Nation, from the Raider Nation podcast. This is Raider Greg, your podcast host. It is our 11th show, and it is the 28th of June. I'd like to welcome everyone to the show today and let you know what's happening here at Raider Nation podcast. Well, first of all, I'd like to say that we've been snubbed by the 4.9 folks there at Apple. Somebody's got to be a Raider fan over in Cupertino because we're not included in their list of sites. Now, I've been on this thing for some time, and I've started this way before some of these other characters have been on the scene. So I'm just asking any of you Raider fans in Cupertino, or you have anything to do with Apple, come on, give me some props, will you? You know what, I've got some good Raider news out here, and I've been giving it to you. So, what I need from my fans is this. I need you all to click on my site and vote for me on Podcast Alley. Desperately, well, I won't say desperately, because I'm not desperate. But it would be very helpful to my site and to keep this site going, if you like it, I need to have support, and that's not money. All that's a click and a pick. So what I need from my Raider brothers and sisters is a click and a pick at the Raider Nation podcast. Enough said about that. Okay. I hate being dissed, especially by, well, I'm not going to say another word about that. So moving on to the show. All right, Raider fans, I want to give a shout-out to our military out there in wherever you may be, whether you're in a comfortable couch in Germany or you're stuck in a post in Afghanistan. If you're a Raider fan, you'd be listening to my show. I want to give you shouts and let you know back home we're all thinking about you, we're praying about you, and you guys be safe out there and do the right thing, be the smart thing, and you guys come home in one piece. Um, my father's in the military. I got a soft spot for you guys because I know how the government works. All right, some more shouts out to my good buddy Oakland RDR at Comcast.net who signed on my forum and gave me some props. Well, I'm giving you some props back. You sign on to my forum, I'm gonna let people know you do it. And as a matter of fact, send me your address and I'll send you a Raider Nation sticker. And that also goes for Fabian Ramirez. Special thanks. Uh, he gave me some information on an uh, organization I might be sharing with you a little later in the podcast. Uh, also, I'd like you all to check these two sites out. Raider, DarthRaider.com. Now, if you don't know Darth Raider by now, well, I guess you haven't watched a single Raider game. Because Darth Raider is Darth Raider. Okay? It goes without saying who this guy is. He's got a great site, and he's got a great take on the Raiders. And I just want you to check his site out. It's funny, hilarious. It's pretty good. Shouts out to Grizz Jones of the 66th Street Mob, who is awesome and has been sending me all types of information. He is a direct vein, or artery, may I say, to the Raider organization i got to take my hat off to him. I thank him for all the hard work because 
Ladies and gentlemen, Raider fans all across the world, you got to know that getting into the inside of the Raider organization is quite a feat. You don't just go in there and say who you are and get the business. No, it takes persistence and time and hats off to the Grizz because they are awesome. And I'll be sharing you with you some uh, information he's sending with me every podcast because he's one of my best um, emailers and he gets me some great stuff. So special thanks also to, here it comes Peggy, Peggy Holmes of the DC Raider Boosters. Now, Peggy, I talked to her on the phone for about an hour. What a fan. What a woman. I mean, this is a gal that wants to go to the games. And, hey, guys in Washington know that she is a football aficionado. She knows a lot about the Raiders, all about the history. We talked for a long time and uh, connected on several levels of the team. And it's it's awesome to hear someone from the East Coast giving shouts out to the West Coast. It's good to know that there are strong fan bases all across the country, and I know there are, and so do the Raiders. We're trying to connect all the fan bases right here through the Raider Nation podcast. All righty, back to our show. Okay, today's show is going to be a little bit about Ed Jasper, which is kind of old news, but I'm going to throw him into the mix, and a pre-camp outlook um, on our team, because this is primarily going to be our team. Giving a couple tweaks here and there, you're looking at the 2005 Oakland Raiders. So we're going to look at the team and look at what people are saying and what they're not saying, and who cares what they're saying, because we know the truth about our Raiders. All right, here we go. Ed Jasper. Okay, Ed Jasper, he's 32 years old. He played 12 games last year. He was out for four games with a hand injury. Now, he's a defensive tackle, and Ed Jasper was being looked at by Denver. Denver had strong interest in this guy, and Al Davis just swooped in and took him for a one-year deal, 665000 with a $25,000 roster bonus. That's if he makes the team. Usually played nose tackle, but he was a productive veteran, and he's very pumped about being on the Raiders because he knows that Al gives veterans an opportunity to perform. I think that he will do fine on our team. Let's look forward to uh, this season with Ed Jasper, and the one thing that I like about this guy, above all his stats, above, you know, because he's not Superman, but what he brings is a super attitude. And super attitude brings you to another level, as we all know, Raider fans. You can see it in the team. We all know when the team's up, what happens? Look what happened at Denver last year. The team was up. The team was pumped. And they went out there and kicked Denver's butt all over the field. And they didn't expect it. Neither did the media. <laughs> I love making those guys wrong. So he was a six-season starter and a leader in the locker room for six seasons. And that's just not me saying it. That's players, coaches, the team of the Falcons, where he came from, um, really liked him. They, let, they cut him because he was talking about retirement. 
and they wanted to get rid of him before they had to make any kind of decisions in the last minute. So as soon as he said retirement, boom, there came the axe, and he was a free agent. I'm glad we got him. I think we need him for sure in our locker room, bring some positive attitude. I think we already got some positive attitude. We got some players in there that are ready to play football for the Raiders. Okay. Now on to our preseason or pre-camp outlook for the team. Okay. 5-11 and 11 last year. Not a very good season. And you know, Al doesn't put up with that very much from his coaches. Uh, you can see that from, well, I don't even want to say his name. <clears throat> he did bring us to the Super Bowl in 2002, but I still personally think that that was not his coaching, that uh, that was the coach before him. Gruden is the one who made that team. It wasn't Callahan. So, anyways, getting back to the subject at hand, my wife always tells me that I get off the subject, but I don't care because it's a Raider thing. Al Davis has reloaded the team for Norv. He spent all the money. He went offense. We were all thinking he was going to go defense. Well, there's Al. He saw the opportunity. He took the opportunity. And here we go. Now we're loaded up with an offensive team that is ready to go. Now, he did do a defensive pass job, patch job, but I'll go in that. But I don't think it's so much a patch job because that's what everyone else in the NFL is saying. I'm going to tell you why it's not a patch job. Okay. Now, if North Turner has another five and eleven, four and eleven, four and twelve, you know, whatever those numbers, I don't even like hearing them in that order. <clears throat> season this year. Well, Raider fans, you can pretty much bet that he's either, either going to walk the plank or he's going to have the electric chair happen. Because Al Davis is not going to put up with a lose-lose-loser. Okay, here we go, the running game. We're going to split this up now. We were dead last in the league last year. Well, no doubt. We all saw that. We all saw our runs one yard, two yard, negative five yards, negative three yards. Brutally bad season on the running game, which put all the pressure on Collins to get the ball out. You know, it was blatantly obvious that we had no running game, and... You know, that to me was a direct reflection on position and position players. Uh, they had people all in the wrong place. I hope that changes because what we did in the running game this year that um, we got Lamont Jordan. Okay, everybody knows, number 34. He's the man. I'm wearing his shirt all year. Matter of fact, I'm going to wear his shirt into surgery with me into the hospital before I have back surgery on August 12th. I need some prayers from you all out there. So Al was not happy with the running game, so he got pissed, and there you go. Exit Wheatley and Zeraway. Bink! You're out of here. No production. You're gone. In comes Lamont Jordan with a 4.9 average carry per year, and Jimmy Ray, the assistant head coach, has years of experience with this guy. So he knows how Lamont ticks. He knows what's going on. A little boogie, which we call Lamont Jordan, will run this season. He should have a 1,200-yard season this year, just in running game only. That's what I'm telling you, Raider fans, 1,200 yards. Read it and cheer because we needed that running game last year, and we're going to get it this year. Moving on, the passing game. 
the Fantastic Four, Moss, Porter, Gabriel, and Curry. What do I have to say? All hands, all the time. They don't even need stick'em. The ball can go anywhere near them. They're going to jump up, twist, bend over backwards, double somersault, come up with the ball, and down. Just like Curry did in the Denver game last year. We have receivers that have great hands. It is no question that the receivers will get the ball. Now, whether the ball will get to them is all on Collins. Collins, we all know, is very inconsistent. However, if you look at his seasons, like I said on the past podcast before, some of my past shows, and I will reiterate this right now, Kerry Collins, the last seven games, showed marked improvement every game. I think that he was more comfortable with the system, and I want to give the guy all he can get as far as positive props because he is the man, Raider Nation. He's the man. Let's have no booze at the Coliseum for the leader of our team this year because he's going to take us all the way. This year's carries year, I'm telling you. You watch the yards this guy puts up. He has a great attitude, and he has no reason not to have a good attitude. Look who he's throwing to. So all of you guys are bashing Kerry Collins and talking about how we need a new quarterback are, you know, you know, be careful what you wish for, Raider fans. Because I don't want to bring up some of the names of the past, Jeff George. I don't want to come up with some of the name of the past because, you know, it hurts me to think about those. You know, the Raiders screaming for new quarterbacks, and I'll, you know, pumping them in there. And, well, <clears throat> Collins is the man. Let's give it to him. Let's give him props and give him support. We should be putting up some, and I quote, quote me on this, insane, insane points this year. There should be some insane scores this year, which leads to exciting football, which also leads to people coming to the doggone stadium. It's no mystery that people don't go to the show when the show is bad. So you see a bad movie, you ain't going to go to the bad movie. You see a bad team, you're not going to go to a bad team. That doesn't mean they're not good fans, diehard Raiders. Because I'm a diehard Raider and I go whether they win or lose. But some fans just aren't that way. Some fans can't afford to go if it's a losing season. Some man, some fans got three kids, five kids, they can't afford to go but maybe one game a year. And if they see the Raiders are losing, maybe they don't want to go. I know that sounds silly. I know that's not supportive. But you know what? Raider fans, these are Raider fans. And they're going to be sitting right next to you in the stands. So let's support each other. Even though people aren't diehard fans, we can't hold it against them. We have to support them and bring them on in to the team. We've got to bring them on into the Booster Cubs. We've got to get them involved with the team. We've got to get them involved with events because it's fun. Because we're the Oakland Raiders. We are the Raider Nation. We are fun people in the right place at the right time. It's awesome. I went on a, on a tangent, if you haven't guessed by now. Okay, let's go back to what I'm talking about now, the offensive line. Okay, most of the names are the same on the offensive line. Most of the names haven't changed, but the positions have changed. And that's a good thing, because Jim Coletto... The, the offensive line coach, he came from the Ravens. Now, they had a brutal offensive line. Well, look at their running game. I think he's done the right thing so far in this preseason. He's making the new moves that he has to make, and he's putting this line 
back in order. The run and the pass will be much improved, okay? With the addition of Pete McMahon, which was Gallery's friend, Robert Gallery, uh, from Iowa State, from Iowa, okay? They've worked together. They played together on that team. Now they're co-linemen on the Raiders. Tell me it's not going to be easier for Pete McMahon, a rookie, to come in and play well. When you got your buddy over here putting you, letting you know all the ins and outs of the team, all the oddities that you're not used to when you come into the locker room, that uncomfortable feeling that we all get, Raider fans, we go to a new job, we go to a new job site, or we go to a new place, you're not, you're not comfortable, you got to fill a routine. Well, how much easier is it for the Raider fans in those situations to be comfortable when you have a good buddy that you've known for years? They're with you. Enough said. We know that this kid is productive, and he should come in. And I know that people are saying, yeah, 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 the one-year, two one year, two-year rookie development time. You know what? Horse crap. That is not necessary with this kid. I think that he can be very productive. He's a good player, and he's got a lot of potential, especially with Gallery on the other side, helping him out. we got nothing to do but go forward and go positive. So the offensive line's looking good. Okay, the chemistry is going to be better. Okay, most important of the most important important part of the offensive line is Langston Skywalker. He's going to be in the lineup at left guard, and Grove is going to be at the center. Okay, this one-two punch is going to be awesome. There's nobody that's going to be able to get in there. Langston Walker's a monster. We saw him block the pass, block the punt in the Denver game. He, you see how big he is? He's he's huge. And with Gallery going to the other side, that's the side that the quarterback's weakness is on. It's the blind side of the quarterback. It's the key position on the offensive line. Gallery knows, and we know, that he can do the job now. We all know that Collins takes a long time throwing the ball. I don't mean he takes days, but he just takes an extra couple seconds. He does look. He does take a little longer to look. Who knows why? And I don't care why, because when he has time, he throws the ball to the right place. It's when he's rushed that he gets these interceptions. With Gallery in the right position, and Langston Walker on the other side, and Jake Grove in the middle, you're going to give Kerry Collins, which is a very good pocket man. He's a good pocket guy. He's got a lot of presence in there, because you've seen him last year move around. He's a good pocket quarterback. Give him a couple extra seconds. He's going to have that time. Plus, they've got the run. Langston Walker, you don't think he can bunch a hole in the line so Lamont can get in there? I'm telling you, folks, the offensive line this year should be much improved. I'm looking for it. We should all see it with Jim Coletto's coaching. Okay. Now, over to the defense. Everybody's stressed about the defense. Well, no reason to stress, Raider fans. You don't have to stress. There's ways to look at the defense that you can grab a real positive take and actually feel good about our defense, okay? It's going to be a wait and see. Everyone's real skeptical. Everything I've ever read, you know, the media, I don't pay much attention to what their input is other than facts and figures. Now, the fans, there's a lot of people not talking, talking trash about the defense, this is our defense, Raider fans. This is our defense for 0-0-5. We better hug them and love them. we got to support them and prop them because they're our team. Okay? That's all i got to say about that. we got three new veterans that signed. 
and we got we got three new veterans. We got some rookies at sign that are good, good players. If Ryan, once again, like I've said in the past, could put the players at their best positions and use them there and stop trying to move them at positions where they're not comfortable and giving them assignments that are plagued with 4-3-3-4-4-3-4-3-4-3-4 assignments, then we will have a strong defense, a good, basic, strong defense, and that's what we need with this powerful offensive game we're going to have. You know, we don't have to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of 2002 to win this Super Bowl this year. We just need to be good enough to keep the points down because we should be scoring 30 points a game, folks. I don't think anybody's laughing. If you're laughing, you better take a look at the facts because we should do it. <clears throat> All things point to big points this year, Raider fans. And that means exciting games. That means get to the games. Because you're going to miss them. And I'll tell you, being there <laughs> ain't nothing like being there. Ain't nothing like it. So if Ryan can keep the players in the right positions, and, I, and what I mean by that is Warren Sapp last year. Everyone's talking about Sapp was not productive, blah, blah, blah. Warren Sapp was... He's not a defensive end. Warren Sapp is not big enough to be defensive end. He can't play that position. He's six inches too short and about four or five inches in arm length. So how would you like to be coming up against a guy that's got a five-inch reach on you and is six inches taller than you? Even though you're strong and tough, you can't see over the guy. The guy's hands are on you before your hands are on him. It just doesn't work out. It is a total mismatch. Warren Sapp needs to be on the inside. That's where he's comfortable. That's where he's going to play. He should play on the inside. Well, he's going to play on the inside this year. He needs to play on the inside this year. Those are That's one of the little things that I wanted to point out. Ryan needs to keep the players, you know, where they need to be. Ed Jasper, Derek Burgess. Okay, here's another guy. Ayante Hawthorne. Now, I hope... I hope I pronounced this guy's name right. If I didn't, email me, Raider fans. <laughs> Give me a message. Somebody tell me how to say this guy's name. But he's a monster. And he fell down in draft numbers because he smoked a little green and he had a little trouble his last year in college. Well, the Raiders, he's, he's moved to the right neighborhood because the Raiders are ready to snap this kid into shape because he has all the potential of being a monster in the defense. Okay? Now let's look at some other things. Grant Irons, last year he played well. When they let him play, he played very well. Grant Irons, father played for the Raiders, as you all know. Well, this is Grant's year. He's a linebacker, and you watch this guy come alive because he is a monster, and he is all about attitude and the Raider attitude from when he was born. How would you like a Raider to come out of the womb a Raider? and then go all the way to the team. Well, you're looking at him right there. Grant Irons has been a Raider since birth, and so he will play for the Raiders with all the passion that he does play with. Watch that guy. He's awesome. I watched him last year, and I'm telling you, keep an eye on him because he's going places. Fabian Washington and Stafford Rout. Those are our two guys that are going to learn from Woodson, who, yes, incidentally, is an awesome cornerback. Now, the secondary 
everybody beefed about last year, and yeah, I too, I too beefed about it. I said the tech secondary sucked, blah, 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 blah. Well, they did, and here's why. Let me show you in a very simple kindergarten-like fashion. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, seven seconds. You have to cover a lightning, grease lightning fast receiver for seven seconds. That's too long, Raider fans. That is way too long for you to be holding on to, especially in this NFL with the rules we have these days. You cannot let the receivers out there running around the field for seven seconds. And you know why that happens, Raider fans? Hello. It happens because our defensive line does not get in and rush the quarterback and force those two- and three-second passes. Now, if we get hit and hurt on those two- and three-second passes for the short gains, then you can look at the secondary. But those one that wasn't happening. We're talking about 15 yards... You were there last year. Third and 15. Boom, first down. Third and 12. Boom, first down. That's because there was no rush on the quarterback, and that's because people were out of position. I'm saying it here. I'm believing it here. I'm preaching it here on the Raider Nation podcast. So, Raider fans, that's the outlook of the team before we go into the season. The media is looking at us having the 25th through the 30th defense this year and a mediocre yet maybe highly productive time at times offense. They're giving us about mm, 5 and 12 at the most 6 and 12 chance. Well, I'm going to Vegas, folks, because those guys put the money where their mouth is and they're saying 7.9 games Raiders will win this year. Well, you know what? They ain't wrong very often, so I'm going to say we're going to win half our games. I'm saying it right now, and I'm meaning it right now. And let me tell you why. Everything I just said in the preseason or the pregame, <clears throat> excuse me, the pre-camp warm-up, that is the reason. You look at who we have and the coaching staff and what they're doing, all the information we can get, I mean, you know, they're not going to give the plan out, folks. It's like being in a battle in a war. You don't want to give out your plan before the enemy gets a chance to see it. Well, we're not the enemy, and we will see it at the Coliseum in bits and pieces during preseason. But the first game, the New England Patriots, if we're going to have a 50-50 season, we got a 50-50 chance to beat those guys. And if we beat them, excuse me, when we beat them, at home, in New England, because remember, Raider fans, it's going to be warm and in the fall. So it's going to be nice weather, and the Raiders can go there and show New England that I hate. Okay, quote me on that. I hate New England. I mean, I used to think the other three teams in the AFC West were the ultimate disgusting teams. But, man, there's a new hatred for the Tom Brady All-America you know, because that's what they're playing this game up to be. The All-Americans against the dark side, the Raiders. Well, good. Because I'll tell you right now, the dark side's coming out, and we're going to kick the crap right out of the New England Patriots. And it's going to be a shocker that's sent from one end of the NFL to the other. 
and you're going to see all these announcers that are talking about Tom Brady, and you're going to see it in the game. You're going to see them going, oh, the Brady, oh, the Patriots, oh, Brewski, oh, this, and, you know, the Raiders, blah, 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 all the problems. You watch. You do it every time. And you know what's going to happen? We're going to go out there, and we're going to shove it down their throat. And you Raider fans, you be ready. You be ready for that. Let me go through a couple of announcements here because I want to get these done because I need to let it out. Okay. We have some important dates for the Raider Nation on the June, excuse me, July 30th. Now, this came to me directly from the Grizz at the 66th Street Mob. They're having a Raider Family Day, and that's going to be in Napa. It's going to be at the Lamplighter Sports Bar on 3600 Bel Air Plaza in Napa, 94558. Come on, Raider fans. We're going to uphold a tradition, okay? It's a promotional day, okay? We need to have some fans show up. Napa's beautiful this time of year. Every road leads to Napa. That's what I say. Some of the things that are going to be happening at the event is going to be a once-an-hour raffle, a silent auction. There's going to be music, DJ, dancing, pool tables, cocktail beverages, of course. Okay, and there's going to be the Raider Nation's most flamboyant costume fans. Yeah, we're looking at uh, Gorilla Rilla. We're looking at, uh, let's see, what's that guy, the Mexican guy with the hat, the hat guy. <laughs> he is something else. We got the Pimp Raider. So come on in. And check it out. I'm going to be there because this is going to be one of the events I can go to before I have my surgery in, on August 12th. It's a $10 cover for all of you who want to eat the barbecue, which should be awesome. Uh, five and under, you don't have to pay. If you have any questions, contact the Grizz. Actually, this is how it works. This is the site. G-R-I-Z, Grizz, 66, T-H-M-O-B, at AOL.com. Or you can call... 209-996-2684. Get all your information. You have any questions, contact these folks. They're going to let you know what's happening. And the 66th Street Mob has got it together. Check out their site. It's hilarious. It's a very entertaining place. Go there. Check out their gallery. It's pretty fun. All righty, Raider fans. I know this is a kind of a long-winded cast. I know if you're listening, you're probably getting tired of hearing me by now. But this is the Raider News. I am here to give it, and this is my job for ever, I hope. I just remind you, fans, that the Raider Nation podcast is in need of support. Uh, once again, click onto my site, vote for me on Podcast Alley, because I'm still not uh, into the 4.9 iPod list. The 4.9 list. And I think that's a chump. I've been chumped by those guys. And the only way I'm going to get in that list is by support from my fans. So please help me out that way. It doesn't cost you a penny. It's a little click and a pick, like I said before. Shouts out to Dynamic Nation, who has sponsored the site and has put together all the beautiful graphics I have on there and has supported me from the very beginning. That's my brother-in-law, Al. Shouts out to Ral. War Al. That's all I got to say. And with a name like Al, well, you know what I got to say about that. Okay, Raider fans, it's time to start dressing up, putting on your silver and black, propping up your team. 
you know that everyone's going to be up against us. Here comes the wave of dissension from the 49ers, and we know what their team's going to be like this year. So, you know what? We stood in their shadow long enough. Wear your silver and black. Get out to the game. Get out to these events. Oh, yeah, one, that's one more thing here. The 28th of, of let's see, July 28th. I believe that's the date. Let me make sure that's the date of the Raider. Yeah, it's July 28th. Excuse me, August 28th. August 28th, excuse me. Boy, did I get my dates wrong. Boy, I'm screwing this one up pretty big time. It's a home show, what can I say? August 28th, coming soon. That's a coming soon, August 28th, is a Raider, Raider Nation celebration. Now, I don't have the times yet. We kind of screwed this whole thing up. So it's a Raider Nation celebration at the Coliseum, at the Coliseum August 28th. I don't have the times. You can click on to the Oakland Raiders site. They have a newsletter, and it's it'll be delivered right to your, your PC. If you don't have a PC or if you don't have access, you can listen to me, and I'll have all the times for you. I can't go to this one because I will be in bed with big old scars in the front of my back of my body from surgery, so I can't go. You know if I can possibly get there, I'll be there, but I cannot go, I don't think. So you guys, this is the time. Raider fans, if you're still listening to me, this is the time you have to show support. Now I know I butchered this one, but you need to go to this event. I would be there for sure if I wasn't cut on. You see, the Oakland Raiders organization needs to see that 66th Street Mob and Grizz Jones and the people who helped us set up this event have some pull in the nation. If we don't show support, then it's going to show the Raider organization that it's not that big a deal and this kind of thing won't happen. It's fun. you got to go. Bring your kids. Bring the family. It's ultra. It's five bucks if you're not a PSL holder. It's Nothing if you got a PSL because you already paid the money. This is appreciation. They want to show you, first of all, they want to show you how they can do it up. Second of all, they want to see the support they're getting in the Bay Area. Now, come on, man. You got fans in Redding. You got fans all over the Bay Area. You got fans in the Valley. You got fans in the Central Valley. You got fans in LA who come up for the games. Come up for this preseason. Get a look at the team. Get a look to see what's happening. All the events will be cool. How else could you go wrong? Go into the Coliseum before the season even starts. Get pumped up. Right now, the commercial's on TV. You can see it. When they come on, the music comes out and your head turns right around because you know that they're talking about the OFMA and getting season tickets. It's time to get your tickets and show up to the game. If you miss this season, you're going to be missing out because all the people in 2002, for the first part of the season, before we started rolling, they all missed out on some beautiful games. Don't miss out, Raiders. This is the deal. This is where to be. August 28th, get there, be there. And I'll have somebody there with a recorder. Hopefully, I can get some messages out to anybody you guys want. I'll try to get it out on the podcast as a live podcast. We're going to see if we can do that. So, thank you, Raider Nation, for tuning in. Remember to wear your silver and black because, you know, Raider Nation, we're all coming back. Good night. Now.